Hi, sweet angels, and welcome to the Spiritually Sourced podcast. This podcast is all things spirituality, mysticism, manifestation, self-love, and everything in between. Each week, we will explore new spiritual pathways that will allow yourself to live as your highest self. Interviews with expanding women in the spiritual world and channeled messages in solo episodes will allow you to have a new way of thinking, being, and owning who you are. Thank you for being here and enjoy the episode. Hi, sweet angels. Welcome back to another week of Spiritually Sourced. I am so excited to have you here this week. And I just want to begin by saying that I am so deeply grateful to all of you that have taken the time over the last week to message me and share the podcast on your Instagram and to just say how much you're loving it because it truly means so much to me. I love bringing you the podcast and it's something that I really want to continue doing. So having that positive feedback from you all is really amazing. So I'm truly grateful for that from the bottom of my heart. Um, But this week, I just want to keep the intro nice and short and sweet and yeah, just keep it nice and short before we get into the episode. I have done a card pull for you, babes, which is a really, really powerful one and just want to update a little bit with what's happening in the cosmos at the moment as well because we have a lot of planets in conjunction and there's a lot of energy moving through everybody at the moment. And I feel like that's not necessarily to do just with the planets. Like I feel like there is definitely a collective awakening happening at the moment, which is really fitting with the card that I pulled. Um, The one that I pulled is from the Work Your Light Oracle cards by Rebecca Campbell and Danielle Knoll, as always. And just on a side note, I got the new Starseed Oracle by Rebecca Campbell and Danielle Knoll, and it is incredible. If you've been sitting on the fence about whether to get that deck for yourself or not, if you feel called to it, it truly is absolutely amazing and so in line with the cosmic energy that I've been feeling. I've been channeling a lot of Pleiadian energy, a lot of like galactic energy and this card deck came at the perfect time for me and as always the illustrations are just absolutely incredible and just speak to my soul. There's a few I'm just going to go on a bit of a tangent here, but there's a few artists that do oracle cards and tarot cards that I feel so drawn to their art. And Danielle Knoll is one of them. And then Paige from Prism and Floor, who I interviewed a few episodes back, um, her artwork has the same kind of soul connection for me. So definitely look at both of those. Um, Yeah, their art is just absolutely incredible. But getting back to the card pool that I did today, I got the Pillar of Light card. So your vibration is rising, you are the oracle. And this is a really beautiful card to have pulled because I keep getting this channeled message saying, you are the oracle. And by that, it means that we as a collective are are the oracle. And I feel there are more and more people opening their views and their mindset up to this expansion that is available to them and this expansion of being able to tap into those spiritual gifts and to be that oracle and to be that messenger like I've said previously I truly believe that we are all capable of these spiritual gifts and we are really stepping into a new time period with this age of Aquarius that we're in at the moment which is very 
cosmically aligned and very about the divine feminine and owning our spiritual gifts. And so what the little booklet says about this card is your heaven and earth in perfect expression. A conduit for the light of the heavens to earth, you are the rainbow bridge. And so it's really calling us to take time to meditate and imagine yourself as a pillar of light connecting the light of the heavens above with the earth. And it was crazy that I pulled this because yesterday I was in a meditation session and I literally could feel that light going through my whole being. So really calling you babes to really get into your meditation practice. I know I've said this before and it sounds like such a simple practice, but it's such a powerful one for opening our way up to all of the cosmic energy and to activate our vibration and to really step into that. And so really calling on you to go into that place of deep meditation and just open up to what your subconscious truly believes is possible and to work through that. And like I said, that's really aligned with all of the energies that are happening at the moment with the planets. Like I said, we've got a lot of planets in conjunction at the moment. There's Saturn and Pluto. Um, Yeah, there's a whole lot happening in astrology at the moment, which I can't actually remember all of the planets or the planetary movements off the top of my head. I'm not an astrologer. I just have a real affinity with it and really love learning about it all. But I do know that there's a lot of energy moving around at the moment which is bringing up our past and kind of showing us our shadow work that still has to be done and I feel like for a lot of people it's almost coming as a bit of a surprise where we think we've done all of this work and then something comes up and we're like oh shit like we still have a a lot to work through which is a really beautiful way of being because it just keeps leading us towards being our highest self and I've been thinking recently I've had a few people ask me about doing the work and, you know, how long it takes to get through it all. And I just want to make it really clear that we never finish working through our triggers and through our self-limiting beliefs. And that sounds almost pessimistic, but it's not. It's such a beautiful thing because we were placed here and we incarnated here to be on this human journey and to learn as many lessons as our soul came here to learn and that means that we are constantly going to be re-educating ourselves on what it means to be our true self and it's such a beautiful journey to be on and something that I am so grateful to be on and so I really urge all of you to see the beauty in this and to see the beauty of integrating your shadow with your soul and integrating that ego with your soul and merging it all together Because it's such a beautiful process. But like I said, that's where I wanted to keep the intro. I just wanted to keep it nice and short for this week. And just get straight into the episode. So I hope you babes enjoy this week's episode. It is another solo one. I do have some very exciting interviews coming up for you. But felt really cool to just do a few solo episodes for the beginning of the new year but there are some really exciting interviews coming up which I'm very very excited to bring to you but let's get into this week's episode. Hi my loves I just wanted to quickly interrupt this episode to announce something really exciting that I'm a part of with one of our past guests Cassandra Wilder. 
She has launched the Goddess Ceremony Collective, which is a really beautiful online membership program where you get 12 months of support, sisterhood, healing, guidance, community and transformation. It truly is a space of women stepping into their power and of a collective community all going through that spiritual awakening. And so what you get with the Goddess Ceremony Collective are monthly group coaching and guidance calls. You get access to women all around the world stepping into their power, a space within a community of loving and supporting women, and you also get books, podcasts, and so many other tools that you need to transform. And why I'm so excited to bring this to you is because I will be doing a guest live class on the Goddess Ceremony Collective. And so I'm really excited to be collaborating with this beautiful woman who is bringing so much value to women. And I would love for all of you to check it out because it is so incredible what they are bringing. As well as everything that I mentioned, you'll also have access to new moon meditations, group coaching sessions, full moon reflections. There's a group book club, which is so amazing monthly giveaways and other guest masterclasses with life-changing tools so there will be other babes on there going through their masterclasses so it's so exciting and I'm really excited to be a part of it and so grateful that Cassandra reached out and so if you're wanting to join the Goddess Ceremony Collective I will have a link in the show notes and also on my Instagram so if you just click on the Goddess Ceremony Collective link you can check out some more I'm really excited to bring you this week's episode. It's something a little bit different this week and I feel it's something that's really important to talk about and that is conscious relationships and I will be doing another episode on this topic with my partner Angus. We both have very busy schedules so it's really hard to lock down a time where we aren't having quality time and actually have time to record a podcast together. So that will be coming, just quality time is really important to us, which I will be talking about in this episode. But I really wanted to talk about conscious relationships because I feel like there is a lot of hype around them at the moment and, you know, I just want to talk about a little bit what they are and how you can lead a relationship in a conscious way and how you can step into a relationship in a conscious way. And just some of the things surrounding relationships that are floating around in the spiritual world that I don't necessarily agree with, which is just my opinion. And that is just my opinion, nothing more. It's just what I believe and what feels right for me and what resonates with me. And it may be different for you, which is absolutely fine. But I feel when we begin this transition into our spiritual awakening, a lot of relationships can fall away. And this is a really hard and difficult time for a lot of people, but it's also a really beautiful time because it's part of shedding what no longer serves you and what no longer resonates with you. It doesn't mean that that relationship was necessarily bad. It just means that you are now on a different journey to that person that you were in a relationship with. And you're a different person to the relationship that you had with yourself while you're on that journey as well, which is really important to remember. 
And stepping into this, we begin to realize our worth and what we truly want from a relationship. And we begin to not want to settle, which again is absolutely fine. We weren't placed here to settle. We were placed here to have everything that we could envision within ourselves and within a partner. And so leading into a conscious relationship, the first thing that I'm going to say I believe is really important, and I know a lot of people agree with me on this, is that you both must be doing the work on yourself in order to grow together. And doing that work on yourself truly means that you can lead from a space of love and compassion for the other person as well as yourself. If you're in a relationship and you're willing to put that work in to work on your own mindset and work on your own spiritual growth, but you're with someone that isn't willing to also put in that same work on themselves, you aren't going to be on the same path. You aren't going to be on a parallel path with each other. And relationships are all about being on this path together, but also being on your own individual paths and supporting each other on that journey. Is that making sense so far? So each person must be working on themselves and on their own spiritual well-being and mental well-being in order to make a relationship work. Just a story from my own relationship with Angus. I was in a very codependent space when we first got together and I didn't have that ability or worth to be able to take that time for myself And to give myself the worth that I was looking for, I was looking for that within a partner. And that puts a lot of pressure on our partner and it's a recipe for a relationship not working. And I'm very grateful that I had my spiritual awakening when we were together and he was strong enough to support me on that own journey and to know when to give me space. And when I had to have space, even though I didn't necessarily want it. And going through that together, we are now on this really beautiful divine path where we are journeying through this life together, but we very much have our own individual growth as well. And this leads me into another relationship kind of opinion that I don't necessarily agree with. And I feel like it comes up a lot and it's, that saying of we must have love for ourselves before we can enter a relationship and we must have worked on ourselves before we can enter a relationship and i'm here to tell you that you don't have to have done you don't have to have done that work before stepping into that relationship it is possible to have a partner that is willing to be there while you go through that awakening and put that work on yourself You know, like I said in the introduction, we are always continuing the work on ourselves. And if that was the case, then we'd never have a partner. And so it is possible to find someone that can hold that space for you and to give that space to you when you're going through your awakening and to merge with you and to grow with you and to accept the person that you are becoming and to have the strength to be a pillar of light when you're going through that awakening. And so I just wanted to say that there are, 
you don't have to have completed all of this work. So if you're in a relationship now and you're beginning your awakening and you see that, don't feel like the relationship that you're in, if you are still happy and still connecting with that person and you still have that love and respect and gratitude for that person, don't feel like that your relationship is already doomed because you didn't love yourself going into it. Because you can do the work and be in a relationship at the same time. It is possible. I am living proof of that. Our relationship now is one of beautiful compassion and respect for each other on our own journeys. And that's not to say that we have a perfect relationship. We still argue occasionally. We still have disagreements. But they are done in a healthy way. There is a difference between arguments and having a healthy disagreement. You know, we don't yell at each other and call each other names and have really toxic arguments. We have disagreements where we both state how we're feeling and how we want to move forward. That conflict resolution is everything because you will always have conflict when you're living in such close confines with someone. Part of the human experience It's part of two egos butting heads and two sets of conditioning coming together to merge a new way of living and a new way of being. And so please don't think that having a conscious relationship means that you never argue or have disagreements. Because you do. And you always will, like I said, that is part of this human contract. And it's part of those two sets of egos coming together but the difference is that you can have a healthy disagreement and have healthy conflict resolution and move forward and continue to work on your own separate goals but also on your collective goals together as a couple that's part of having a conscious relationship another part is recognizing what that other person needs from a relationship And I know that I don't like to use the word need, but we all do need certain things from a relationship and we all want certain things from a relationship and we all receive love in a different way. And so one of the best pieces of advice that I can give you is to do the five love languages quiz because it shows you what your love languages are and it can show you how your partner receives love because I feel like this is where a lot of people tend to have those disagreements because you may have your love language as quality time but your partner might have it as words of affirmation and so while you're craving this time together you aren't necessarily then giving them what they want from the relationship which is positive affirmations from you saying that you're proud of them or that you love them all the time maybe that's not how you receive it And that quality time, that's not how they receive it. And so you begin to have these disagreements. And so having that level of understanding of how your partner receives love and how you receive love and how you give love opens a whole new insight into the relationship and a whole new understanding of the relationship and how you can work together to give each other what you want and need. I'll leave the link for doing the five love languages quiz in the show notes because I truly believe it's someone it's something that everyone should do single or in a relationship it is such valuable insight to know how you receive and how you give love 
Another thing that has been really crucial in my understanding of relationships is the way of knowing of how the divine masculine and the divine feminine works and knowing that both sexes have a balance of both of these traits within them. So traditionally, women are made up of about 90% of the divine feminine and about 10% of the masculine, and that goes for the opposite within men. That's not to say that that is everybody. Some men will have more feminine and some women will have more masculine within them. But it's a matter of finding that balance within yourself and within each other. And why I found this so crucial to know is because the divine masculine is very much about work and going and purpose. And so men finding their purpose and working on their purpose is their way of having fulfillment in their life. Whereas with women, we find that fulfillment from relationships and from nurturing and from loving. And that's not to say that as women, we don't also want to have a purpose and to have a career and to work. That is not what I'm saying, so please don't take that the wrong way. We also have that purpose behind us, but we find major fulfillment from relationships. And I know for for me that that rings 100% true. If it came down to it, if I had a choice between career of having or having relationships with my loved ones and my friends and my partner, I would choose my relationships. And that doesn't mean that that's the same for you. And luckily I don't have to make that choice because I would go insane without my work. I love my work. But for me, those relationships really are the pillar of love and connection for me. Whereas for men and for that masculine trait, it's that purpose. And without that purpose, they find it really hard to be. And that's also not saying that relationships aren't important for men as well. But without that fulfillment of having their purpose, they feel very lost and very unfulfilled, which leads to a very unhappy person. And understanding this led me to a whole new way of understanding within our relationship as well. And how I mean by this is that Angus has his own business and he is very ambitious and very much purpose driven and so those long days when he is at work from 4 a.m till 7 p.m and then continuing work when he gets home I no longer don't understand why we couldn't have that quality time every single day and that's because that is his purpose and that is what lights him up as does our relationship but Without his purpose, he would not be the person or the man that he is. And so for me to understand that, it gave me the space to be able to step back on those long work days and understand that that's what he needs and what he wants from his life. And that doesn't mean that I am any less important. It just means that having that purpose is what drives him. And when those long work days are over, And when that workflow is over, we then have that quality time together because this is the space that he wants to come back to. 
which is a really beautiful thing. And this is being really vulnerable about our relationship and I should probably check with him that he wants me to release this. (laughs) But that has been the biggest stage of growth for me and of understanding and for him as well and knowing that relationships are my kind of purpose as well as my work but very much so the relationship with my family and friends and himself are what drives me. And having this understanding of the masculine and feminine traits and knowing that we are a mix and balance of both of those, like I said, really offers that greater awareness and expansion for the relationship. And so I really urge all of you to reflect on this, whether you are man, woman, or whether you don't go by either of those genders, but you still have a resonance with the masculine and feminine traits. I urge all of you to reflect on this and see where you can bring that into your life and into your relationships. And also with the love languages, if you are single, bring that into your friendships. If you have friends that you don't understand how they communicate with you or why they enjoy doing certain things that you necessarily don't resonate with, then do the love languages quiz with them as well because they are also conscious relationships. And we can't just expect all relationships to just work. They all take work to make them flow and to expand. It's not just romantic relationships. It's the relationship with ourself, the relationship with our family, the relationship with our loved ones, the relationship with our friends and with our romantic partners. They all take understanding of each other and compassion and empathy for that other person's journey. And so leading from a heart space and a space of love and a place of understanding is going to guide you and serve you in expanding and growing those relationships further and leading from a really conscious way. And that's where I want to leave this episode. I just want to do a really short one and one that gets your soul and your spirit thinking. And one that offers space for reflection of where you can learn in your relationships. And so I pray that this served you all and that you enjoyed this episode. I will see you next week and enjoy your week. Hey loves, I just wanted to jump in on the end here and just put out a final reminder that I am doing a free live manifestation magic course tomorrow, Tuesday the 14th of January at 9am Australian Eastern Standard Time. And I really don't want anyone to miss out on this because it's a really exciting class where I will be talking all things manifestation magic. So what it is, what is the law of attraction how you can begin to introduce rituals of manifestation into your life to call in that dream vision that you've had. And so, like I said, it is a free class. 
and I will leave the link in the show notes for you to be able to sign up and enjoy it. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Spiritually Sourced. If you enjoyed this episode, I ask that you please leave a review and a rating as it really supports the podcast and helps me reach new people. And if you wanted to view more of my content, then you can find me on Instagram at Missy. So that's M-I-S full stop S-E-A. And you can find more about the podcast at Spiritually Sourced on Instagram. Thank you so much for listening, my beauties, and I'll see you next week.